Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. Good morning. This is Pastor Julie Lewis, and we are um, continuing in our Easter season. Our sermon this morning, Listen to My Voice and the Familiar Scripture of the Gospel of John, chapter 10, 11 to 18. Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I'm going to start with a question that has been so controversial, people all around the world constantly argue about it, even coming to blows over which answer is right. The question If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Well, I'm going to take a poll. Um, You can comment in the Facebook feed if you're online and put yes if you think it makes a sound and no if you don't. But if you're here in person, raise your hand if you say yes, it does make a sound. Now raise your hand if you think it doesn't make a sound. Raise your hand if you have no clue or don't really care since you're not planning to go to the forest anyway. People have taken this one question to existential and metaphysical levels. When I was reading about it, it just made me laugh. There are those who believe that sound is vibration that is transmitted to our sensory organs known to human beings as ears and translated into actual sound without the necessary mechanisms to turn those vibrations into meaningful output, which we call sound. There is no sound, only vibrations. But then there are those who agree that sound is the interpretation of those vibrations, but they say potential sound is actual sound, even if there is no one to interpret it. Kind of like saying that a person is still conveying information even if they speak a language we don't understand and can't interpret it. People argue that our senses need to receive the input in order for something to actually exist and even take this to the extreme that if no one is looking at that tree, we can't even prove it's still there when we're not looking at it, that it doesn't exist if no one's eyes actually see it. It can make your head crazy. Our senses are amazing gifts from God, and when they are in proper working order, we can see, smell, touch, taste, and hear the amazing world around us. As we've walked through the weeks since Easter morning, we've learned to see Jesus. 
And we know that seeing comes not just from our visual stimuli that gives us physical sight, but that we can see through awareness and understanding in what we call our mind's eye. It's not just about seeing the physical body of Jesus, but seeing Jesus in the acts of his believers, otherwise known as the body of Christ. And this is how we can touch the risen Christ as well. It's not just about physical touch, although we can reach out and touch the body of Christ in much the same way as we see it today. But being touched or touching someone in the name of Christ can be not only physical but emotional, a touch of the heart in some way, without the use of fingers and hands. Being the hands and feet of Christ, touching the world and those in need, doesn't always mean an actual physical touch. In John 10, 2 through 4, just before this passage, Jesus says, The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. So when Jesus says to listen to his voice, that his sheep know his voice, that he calls them by name and they follow them, follow him, is there an actual sound, a literal voice making audible speech that we, in case you didn't know, we are the sheep talked about here, can hear? Like the whole tree falling in the forest thing, how do we know if Jesus is still speaking Today, do we need to hear an actual sound that makes its way to our ears for interpretation? Well, here's a question for you. If Jesus is speaking right here and right now and no one hears what he is saying, does he have a voice at all? Do we even know what to listen for? Jesus says, listen to my voice. Well, how can we hear his voice and how would we recognize it if we did? Just like there are different ways to see other than using our eyes and different ways to touch other than using our hands, we can hear the voice of Jesus if we take the time to learn what it sounds like. And that voice can be heard in many ways. So how do we hear his voice in the midst of a forest of noises? How can we learn not only to listen for his voice, but to follow where that voice leads us all good questions. Now, I don't know about you, but the more time I spend with someone, the easier it is for me to recognize their voice even when I can't see them. I believe this is true if we want to be able to recognize the voice of Jesus in our lives. It's much easier to recognize his voice if we've spent enough time with him to know who it is that's speaking. In our passage today, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd who cares for his sheep, that they recognize his voice. They wouldn't be able to recognize that voice if they hadn't spent time together. He comes to them, he speaks, and they listen. If we want to hear and recognize the voice of the shepherd, we have to spend time with the shepherd. We can't hear what we're not listening for, and we won't listen for what we don't know. One way we get to know the shepherd is by taking the time to talk to him. We call this prayer, but it really is just talking to Jesus and then making space for him to talk to us. I saw a video once called Coffee with Jesus 
that really emphasized how often we fill our prayer time with all our stuff, requests, concerns, and never give room Jesus to, for Jesus to respond in some way. This man comes into a coffee shop and sits down with Jesus. He immediately starts talking and for a really long time tells Jesus all the things he wants, talks about his feelings and fears, and just as Jesus is about to open his mouth and respond, the man looks at his watch and jumps up. Gotta go, Jesus. Thanks for listening. When we pray, do we ever just stop and listen, leaving room for Jesus to speak to us somehow? If you've ever been part of one of those conversations, <clears throat> where the person doesn't even take a breath, but just keeps on talking, not letting you get a word in edgewise. There comes a point when you just give up and stop trying to talk. Maybe Jesus is like that too. I know our minds can be spinning at 100 miles an hour with all the stuff we need to do, things that are screaming for our attention, and it can be a challenge to silence our minds long enough to have that silent pause. But if we want to hear his voice, we have to at least give him space to speak. Why would he even try to speak if we know we're, if he knows we're not going to stop long enough to listen? Spend, set aside some time every day to pray alone, away from all the other noise that is constantly bombarding us, and practice listening, even if it's just for one minute. Just listen. You may not hear anything, or your head may still be spinning with all those other thoughts. Sometimes I write down those thoughts just to get them out of my head, and then go back to listening. <clears throat> Sometimes Jesus speaks to me in those thoughts. I've learned to recognize his voice in my own thoughts, mostly because I've gotten to know him through a daily time alone. How can we get to know Jesus? So we recognize his voice. We'll start with worship. Come to church. Listen to the music. Listen to the prayers. Listen to the messages in the scripture. We learn more about the character of Jesus, our good shepherd, as we worship every week, gathered together with other believers. Through worship, we build a relationship with him as we build relationships with other believers. And as we discover more deeply who Christ is and what he has done for us, in worship, we hear the message of God's unconditional love, his sacrifice for us to give us life and freedom from sin. We hear over and over that love is the way followers of Christ are called to live. So when we hear a voice that tells us to look out for number one, that success in life means having the most money or the best home, that we should take revenge instead of forgiving, that our mistakes will always define us, we know immediately that this voice is not the voice of our shepherd. Our shepherd tells us we're not alone. We are forgiven and free. We are valuable enough to die for. And love is the definition of success in his kingdom. As we get to know our shepherd, learning how to live as one of his sheep and discovering his plans for us by reading his word, our Bibles, we will hear him speak to us through the pages of scripture, and that voice will get louder and louder in our souls. Get to know Jesus. Learn his story. 
Let his words sink into your soul. They will rise up in you as that voice becomes more and more clear and more recognizable through the study of his word. Sometimes we may not know we're actually listening to his voice until long after the tree fell, so to speak. As I look back over my life, I can see instances when I actually followed Christ without realizing it at the time. We talk about sometimes God opening windows and closing doors, meaning that sometimes obstacles are put in our way to kind of force us to head in the direction God is calling us to go. We may not hear an actual voice, but the fact that we didn't get that job we were really hoping for can in fact be the voice of Jesus saying, not that way, go this way instead. I've known people who get really upset and anxious when things don't go the way they think they should, like getting that job or maybe that acceptance letter to the college of their dreams. However, I found that when something like that happens in my life, I don't need to get upset and anxious because I trust that Jesus is leading me where he wants me to go. I may never know why that particular thing didn't quite happen the way I felt it should, but I don't get anxious because I know God well enough to trust he is leading me in the best way. He wants the best for me, and he wants the best for you. Sometimes the voice of Jesus is speaking through those closed doors. Wait, there's something not right about this, and I have something better. You learn to hear his voice, even in the midst of disappointments. When you develop that relationship of trust, and sometimes that comes from looking back and seeing how Jesus has led you safely this far, we can trust him. We can listen to his voice and follow where he leads with confidence and without fear. And just like our way of seeing and touching Jesus can come through seeing and touching the body of Christ, here and now, the same is true with hearing his voice. When we spend time with the other sheep, who also know the voice of their shepherd, Jesus can speak through their voices. I can't tell you how many times over my life of faith, and quite honestly, even before I had real faith in Christ, the followers of Jesus Christ, who really knew their shepherd, would speak to me. And in doing so, were the voice of Jesus to me. When I was a young teenager, my aunt spoke to me about Jesus, about salvation and what that meant. Going to her church one Sunday, because of her words to me, I heard the voice of Jesus calling me in the altar call one day as they played I Surrender All. No, it wasn't an actual voice, but I knew it was Jesus calling me to go forward and give my heart to him. And then when I was 40, I heard that voice again at annual conference during the ordination service. I felt compelled through the call of the bishop and the song, Here I Am, Lord, to go forward and take whatever steps were needed to answer my call to ministry. I can't tell you, though, how many people in my church and in my faith community had already told me that God was calling me to take that step. He spoke to me through his people, through the music, and through the spirit living right inside of me. He knew me, and I knew his voice. 
There are so many voices calling to us in the world today. The noise can be deafening. It can be so challenging just to hear that still small voice of God in the midst of the chaos unless we make the decision to listen, to claim Christ as our shepherd. We will never be able to hear his voice among all those other voices that call to us. It starts there, committing to being one of his sheep by putting our faith in Jesus as our shepherd. Then it takes a lifetime of building a relationship with him, getting to know him, and then listening for his voice in all the many ways he still speaks to his sheep. So how have you heard the voice of Jesus in your life? In what ways can you make a space to listen, to let him speak to you? Listen for Christ this week. Let his voice speak loud and clear in your life. Remember that he can and will speak through you as well. When you're listening to someone else, instead of just having a conversation, listen with the ears of Jesus and pray about what Jesus might want to say to them. And maybe you will be the voice of Christ to them. Know the shepherd. Listen to his voice, however he may speak to you. And whether or not a tree falling in a forest with no one to hear makes a sound, Christ is always speaking, even today. Let those with ears to hear listen to his voice and follow our shepherd. Amen.